Hi, I'm Matt. And I am Jesse. So like, what is American Slacker, I guess, right? The highest amount of dick jokes per episode per podcast. We've been on the air for 57 straight years. 57 straight years of dick jokes. Things constantly soaring over my head. And you're pulling my chain and your weekly weird news. We're also cannabis friendly. We kind of sneak it in there, almost like you're lacing the brownies at the family reunion. It's the ride of your motherfucking life. Fucking 11, when there's only 10 on the dial. Weapons of mass destruction. It's a threat to society. Food assaults. Yeah, that happens too sometimes. An ostrich took a lit match into a fireworks factory. <laughs> I don't even know where to go with that one. No, that's our third story. Oh my God. America, what are you doing? So is someone dumb getting fucked over. Well, you know, they should have never gave raccoons rights, in my opinion. <laughs> oh my God. You can help us. You can help everyone. Download our shit now. We're second in America. Rolling. Five, four, three, two, one. You're listening to American Slacker Podcast with Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers. Welcome to American Slacker Podcast. As always, I'm Matt. And I am Jesse. I hope you guys like that new little promo we premiered for you. Yeah, it was a bunch of random ideas we got together and uh, Jesse just chopped them and worked them. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like 20 minutes long or something when I, when I first like had all of the raw shit that we said. Oh my God. Yeah, and you chopped it down <laughs> to a nice one minute bit. I like that. It, and, you know, we just wanted to play it for you slackers out there because, you know, we send these promos out to other shows, but uh, you guys never get to hear them. So we figured we'd premiere it up front for you. Yeah, yeah. And let us know what you think. Think it's uh, got enough sauce on it? <laughs> We'd like to know your opinion. So also, we hope you uh, listened to our last episode with Delta City. It was great to talk with those guys. Oh, love those guys, man. Great music. Definitely check them out on Spotify. Fucking, they got a merch store up now. You can get some fucking Delta City merch. It looks sick. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, I- I'm looking forward to what they're putting out in the future. Oh, yeah. So let's get into today's show with our weird news. We always like to start out with a little bit of weed news. And we are headed over to Hawaii. Oh, okay. The most tropical, if you don't count Florida, of our states <laughs> in the union. And uh, we're talking about Hawaii because they've become the 26th state to decriminalize or legalize marijuana. And in this case, it's decriminalization. They are making it a uh, fine if you have less than three grams of weed rather than jail time, which is what it used to be. Ooh, okay. So they're starting to loosen that iron grip. Yes. And at least, you know, it's there. I have issues as do many other people with the way that they're handling this. But um, the way it ended up working out was the a bill went uh, through the legislator. It was approved. It went to the desk of the governor. Um, he did not sign it. 
um, but he didn't like veto it either. So it ended up passing. And on January 11th of 2020, the law will be in effect. So you're still in a bit of a gray area till then. Uh, okay. So you got to wait it out or be real low key about it. Yeah. And the uh, issue that I have with it is three grams is less than an eighth, which is 3.5 grams for people who don't generally like purchase cannabis. But that's a common like uh, unit of buying cannabis at. So to cut it down to three grams is sort of surprising to me because normally yeah. you see eighth sold. So it'd be a uh, 3.5 grams. Sold it's kind of a dick move right under it, right? <laughs> yeah. That kind of sets it in a, in a weird, at a weird standard. I don't know if they thought that through. Yeah. Or, or maybe it is on purpose because of that still, <laughs> you, know, Possibly. Law, you know, well, they, it's not like they're going to have any, uh, any people coming for tourism yet because it's only decriminalized it's not like they're gonna have uh, dispensaries open for, for the public or anything yet but it's a small step forward um in getting the island state to uh <laughs> join the join the right side of of cannabis history here yeah yeah it's it's cool to see man each one of these states loosening up Eventually, I mean, we just got to do it all together. I mean, it's getting ridiculous, you know, the spotted, the dotted map, rather, of what is a cannabis-friendly state. And, you know, right. where's the criminalized even? Or... Yeah, you can pass through one. It's totally fine. You might get thrown in jail the next state, and then the state after that is totally fine again. Serious sentences, too. I mean, in some lower states, it's crazy. And that was one thing I was wondering about them passing this, is they changed it from jail time to $130 fine or citation. And so to me, that almost signals, well, if we throw you in jail, we can't collect money from you. Yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah. It doesn't do them any, anything. I mean, they got to pay yeah. for them to be in fucking prison. So exactly. So I'm wondering if maybe it's it, which, so it's a, it's a good and a bad thing. There's a little bit of both to this story. And if you want to read a little bit more about it, I'll be posting this weed article up on our Facebook page, uh, on Thursday, like we do every week with our weed news. So nice. Check that out over there. Definitely check it out. And uh, that's not the only weed news we got. And uh, keeping up with weed tourism, we're going to Aspen, Colorado, where I guess you motherfuckers are going there and you're taking dumps after you've just injected your body with way too much THC. You're out <laughs> there. You get. We know why you're going to Colorado. All right. We know. Some weed. Yeah. And uh, you're taking these hikes in the fucking mountain. And you know what? You think you're a little stop at the side of the trail it's harmless you're in nature you know it's going to turn into compost well that's not what happens people are walking their dogs they're letting their dogs walk on the trail and they're getting into human feces oh and god getting wasted and the owners are like we have no idea what's going on they bring them to the vet and this one vet that's highlighted in this news story he says he sees this a lot <laughs> like way more really? than, yeah any other like um accidental you know dog getting into somebody's like stash huh said like 85 percent of the people coming to him have no idea what's going on with their dog and he's like well i see this a lot this dog's been into some type of marijuana <laughs> and they're like marijuana crap i've seen it before he's noticed over time like that all of them were hiking in the mountains and on trails and stuff hmm. so he's just made the he's come to the conclusion they're getting into thc ridden species <laughs> now matt you're more uh acquainted with dogs than i am i haven't owned one in many years but are dogs like known for constantly getting into shit and eating it 
I well, yeah, they definitely eat shit. Uh, they'll eat their own shit. They'll eat other dog shit. They rub themselves in shit to like cover up their scent. They say that's from like being wolf bloodline. They cover up their scent so they can go hunt, hmm. and it's some kind of weird fucked up instinct they still have. Ah. But, dude, I wonder also if they know because I had a buddy whose dog kept getting into his stashes. Like his dog would eat edibles constantly. Really? He would find them, break down cabinets and shit. So I'm like wondering if some dogs can like just smell like that there's something in there that's like going to be a fun time. And they want to get to it. <laughs> yeah, man. That's uh, I'm surprised it's such a problem, but I guess hiking and smoking weed do kind of go hand in hand a lot of the time. Dude. You got you to gotta bury that shit. You can't just yeah, leave dude. it. Leave it out. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what he actually said, dude. He's like, at least bury it. I mean. Most people are just like kind of shitting right off the trail, so it's kind of gross. There's a, like a lot of that going on. Yeah, that or getting the porta potty. Yeah, like, hold and it, then, man. Then those uh, honey bucket people that clean out the porta potties are end up, gonna end up getting stoned. Oh God, I don't think that's how it works unless they're they're second, having some second hand eye. Oh, oh, fuck. So uh, <laughs> we're we're headed to Oklahoma, where there this title just like totally caught my eye. Man caught driving stolen car filled with radioactive uranium, rattlesnake, whisk, and whiskey. That's a dude that knows how to have a good time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking uh, mixing up some interesting drinks over there. Dude, <laughs> some potentially deadly drinks. <laughs> yeah, right. The man was in uh, Guthrie, Oklahoma, and he was pulled over by an officer who had seen that the car had an expired tag, and the car turned out to be stolen. They then found a container that was yellow and said that it had radioactive uranium in it. The driver also told them that there was an aquarium in the back with a timber rattlesnake. And a live had, one? Yeah. And he had a, uh, a firearm in the center console. Dude, he was packing so much heat. I mean, it doesn't get more American than that. Right. Along with that, they found Kentucky Deluxe whiskey that was open but not full. Okay. Okay. So, there's a party going on. And he, he also had a passenger with him who ended up uh, getting in a little bit of trouble herself. Oh, she, she gave the police a uh, rustle and wasn't going in? Well, that. it was uh, possession of a firearm after having a felony conviction. Oh, yeah. That's, that's so that's what, that's what his passenger got slapped with. He got a whole list of charges because look at it. It's like drink is like open container. Uh, here, I'll just go down the list, actually. A felony count of possession of a stolen vehicle, misdemeanor counts of transporting an open container of liquor, operating a motor vehicle with a suspended driver's license, failure to carry security verification form, which I'm guessing is for the uranium. Oh, my God. Uh, now, I don't know if you've ever tried it. Um, have you ever had like a, a whiskey drink with a little bit of uranium in it? No, sir. They call no. it a uh, Manhattan Project. Is this a... Are you pulling my leg? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was like, I don't know if this is some kind of Russian bullshit, like how they snort <laughs> gunpowder cocaine. I don't know. <laughs> no, I just... I, I imagine that that's, uh, that's what you'd call that drink, the Manhattan Project. So they, they ended up going to jail. They got their mug shots up here on the uh, Cocoa News. Uh, <laughs> but I, I thought that was a hell of a thing. You don't pull over someone with radioactive material every day. Nah, man, right? I mean, how do you even come about that? It's not like you just get that anywhere. It's so weird. You got to get the right permits. <laughs> that drunk man, he was doing something bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I really feel like that's the hook of the story that they never really got into is like, where the fuck did he get uranium from? 
Yeah, how are you gonna how are you gonna gloss over the fact of the uranium? I mean that should be fucking number one ex- explanation in the story. <laughs> they actually had to bring in uh crews with the emergency management institute to respond to the radioactive material. Yeah, hell yeah. I bet what, what do you think the officer did when he like fucking popped the trunk or were like looked in the backseat and was like fucking uranium? Oh shit! Probably yeah, ran to his car. That'd be freaking out at that point. It's like, alright, basically I just watched Chernobyl. I know what happens. Especially with that fucking being so popular right now. People are on their edge about radiation. Watch, watch out. <laughs> you never know if you've got radioactive Oh man. Well, that's not the only hazardous uh criminal we're gonna talk about. We got a fucking gentleman who was he was wanted for possession of a controlled substance. So he had a warrant. So the police were at his house and they were like looking for him. He must have been hiding in the residence. Okay. And they didn't find him right away. But he gave out his own position when he ripped his asshole. He straight up farted like obnoxiously loud. And the cops were like, (gasps) it was like, imagine that Metal Gear Solid where it's like, you know, fucking. Uh, Is that a box? Apparently, they smelled him as they walked up. That's how rotten this dude was. What is going on? If you're hiding from the police, you can't even hold it in. Well, I would think, like, if you're hiding, you're probably scrunched up somewhere. Oh, my God. You're thinking he's, like, it's compressed. Position somewhere, crammed in a cabinet. Oh, oh God. God, it's coming. No. Oh, dude. Yeah, that. I just I cannot believe this is one of the funniest capture stories I've ever seen. If it was a game of manhunt, it would be funny. The fact that it was an actual manhunt makes it hilarious. Oh, dude, those poor officers, man, walking into that. It's like you fucking dirtbag. I bet you got a he got a little rough arrest in there, <laughs> doing that. I have stomach troubles when I get nervous. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I had to double check. I was like, this has got to be a fake story when I first. You came. would think, right? I was That's like. Not- that's usually not even something that you would think would make the news, but I'm, I guarantee it was written in the police report. It's like, it's like, how did you find? How did you end up catching them? Well, they farted. <laughs> we got them. Uh, that's that's what it was. Yep. Now this, Flatulence, this actually, man. this is a new type of surveillance. Possibly, you start well, making everyone fart. You know where everyone is at any point in time. An organic detecting system. Yeah, a compound. It's a, uh, a gas that you suck Beaning in. them up. Beaning them up. It's like, is that tear gas? No. That's flatulence gas. Oh, my God. Just farting <laughs> uh, up a storm. Put them on a Chipotle diet. We'll have this fucking down in no time. There you go. <laughs> That's how you do it. So uh, we're, we're also talking about some more crazy people. I'm sure every this is on their radar. It's a big thing that's going down on Facebook. People are planning on raiding area 51 on september Ooh. 20th um, Ooh, who's in who's in this story is a little convoluted so i'll do my best to uh break it down for everyone uh bob lazar uh is a man who's in a documentary that i'll actually be talking about later in the show um and he was on the joe rogan experience where they talked a lot about area 51 um something called s4 and like a bunch of alien related stuff because they just put out a documentary um, from that from that interview uh, a Facebook group was started called Storm Area 51 they can't stop us all <laughs> dude so ridiculous I mean of all the like group meetings 
This one is like the best, honestly. <laughs> so yeah, so someone decided like, hey, you know what? Let's start a Facebook group, see how many people we can get. Um, on July 11th, when the article that I'm looking at to reference uh, for this story uh, was written, they had under 300,000 people. Now they are just under a million people. There's uh, well, actually uh, 936,000 going and 807,000 interested. You and I are both on, I believe, the interested. I don't know if I yeah. see you going. We, we <laughs> didn't. We didn't associate ourselves 100, percent but we're like <laughs> lingered around to see what's going on. Yeah, we, we don't want to be. There's no liability here, people. We were just curious, right? <laughs> we're keeping an eye on the situation. So, uh, so yeah, September 20th. They're saying they're gonna, you know, send in a bunch of Kyles with Monster Energy drink to punch oh, down dude. the walls. They're gonna Cow. have no runners trying to outrun the Chad. <laughs> and the amount of memes that have been uh, created. Oh. Just art, baby. Based art. on this just event. Yeah, talk to like, it like it is. It's art. You know it is? It's, it's really a renaissance. It's a mimetic <sighs> renaissance. Ren- Dude, mimetic mimetic renaissance. <laughs> oh my god, that, I like that though. Like, that could be a t-shirt. Dude. That could be a fucking t-shirt. I like that. Just gonna be a crying, true. laughing emoji with like I'm Leonardo da Vinci's body or something. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have that t-shirt up in the store pretty soon for you guys. But I mean, it shouldn't be like, I mean, it's all fun and games, but there's going to be a lot of dipshits that actually show up at the gates of Area 51, where it is like authorized deadly force by the military. And now the military is talking, they're stepping it up now. They're like going to have extra like details like out there because they're worried this is actually going to be an event. What if it's all a distraction to steal the Declaration of Independence? Independence. (laughs) Dude, it's just so crazy. It, it might, might work. work. It might. So uh, uh, we want to hear from everyone. Please write in the, uh, we have an American Slackers Facebook group that uh, we like to bullshit around. And how many people? Let's get a head count. Can we get uh, a carpool situation going here? Who's, maybe who's, we'll run an RV, dude. We'll run yeah. an RV. You know, camp it out and see how the first wave goes. Maybe we'll be second string or third string. There you go. You know, <laughs> keep, it on, keep an eye on it. We'll be the God. generals. <laughs> don't go to Area 51, people. Don't do no, it. No, no. Please don't. American, American Slacker does not endorse that. No, no. But what we do endorse is this ridiculousness of the next story we got here. And we're going to Sheffield in the UK, where we got we got maniacs that are taking bread, and they're stapling it to trees. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm talking just a nice old white sliced bread. Boom. Stapled to the tree. It's on trees that are on the north side of the road in the northeast sides of the trees. So I wonder what the hidden thing is there. Is it a cult? That was wondered in this article that I'm referencing. Well, I know that toast is a uh, staple of the English breakfast, but this is taking it a bit too far, I think. It's not even toasted. It's just regular old bread. It'd be funny if it was toasted. All that effort to like toast it and then staple it. It might hold together better, too. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Huh. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe we could start something there. We're gonna run Apparently, some tests. We'll back to this you. is not just a new phenomenon. This has been going on, and there's actually a Reddit based on this. Um, really? Yeah, yeah, for bread stapling. And there's 187,000 people following this so this Reddit. Like, what the fuck? So this is like a cult. Dude, like it a is a cult. cult. Dude, it's a crazy little cult, and that's what the internet does. It just makes cults, just like us, the slackers. Yeah, pretty much. We're all just in our own little cults. Hell yeah, man. That's a beautiful thing. But this is fucking weird, and I want to look into it a little more. I'm going to be this diving into it. We yeah. got to take it down. I'm going to do an American Slacker journalism piece and dive into the fields 
on bread stapling. You think? Do you think this is like an attempt to uh, curb hunger in our communities? Leaving bread out so you're gonna Staple get a quick slice. Out. Yeah, it's kind of dirty. Free for, for I mean, bread. You could at least like put it in a Ziploc baggie and staple the baggie to the thing, but I mean, hey, you know, beggars can't be choosers. Waste, and now like you're <laughs> like creating another problem while you're trying to solve a problem. True, true. It's staple all about the environment, bread. man. It's like, I mean, it's kind of like maybe this is the new way to advertise your bands and your festivals and stuff. Write it on some bread, staple that shit up to a uh, telephone pole. <laughs> and if people, if people want to go, they can rip a piece off. And then when they show the bread at the door, you know, I just, I think I just created a new form of marketing. I don't know, man. It's crazy. Viral but bread. Again, viral bread. so crazy marketing. that it might work. It might. <laughs> I think that's the theme of today's show. <laughs> you know what's crazy and didn't work? What was that? The uh, the pipe in our funny clip of the week. <laughs> oh man, you're not kidding. It's fucking ridiculous. This video. Let me pull this up so everybody watching that lovely YouTube. I, I want to say this is in India or something. Like just definitely, based off of, like the little bit that I can gather from the details of the video. Definitely gotta be yeah in India. Like yeah, it's somewhere gotta be. India it looks like it. Or something. Yeah. Um, people are packed on this train. The doors are open. It's definitely not the U.S. That's how you tell right off the bat. The U.S. wouldn't let that fly. Liability. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like it's some kind of commuter train, but it's like also a freight. It's closer to a freight train than like a commuter train. Now imagine it's probably just so awesome to have like the the door spot to like just watch the breezes in your face normally. Oh, nice. Loving it. You got a good sight. Hanging off the you're steps. Just, you roll up to the station. You're almost there. And then all of a sudden you get fucking sprayed by like a fucking fire hose. Not like a fucking garden hose, like a fucking fire hose. Like it's like one dude got hit with it and it looked like his arm. He was like, ow! <laughs> yeah, it's high <laughs> pressure, man. There's a pipe. It's like a water main or something that broke right next to this train. And it's just at the height that it's hitting everyone in the through the windows of this train. And how cool is it that somebody <laughs> sat there for two minutes? But instead of warning people up the tracks, was like, yeah, I'm going to get this shit. <laughs> yeah, I, he's perfectly placed, too. He's, like, right behind where the <laughs> yeah. thing is possible. Oh, he's zooming in but, at the end here. <laughs> it's real the, nice. The re yeah, yeah, he kind of gets a little closer. The Snake reaction shot. from the people when they get hit, it's, like, instantaneous. He's just at that point where you're going to get the reaction of every single person. And I'm imagining what it was like inside this train as you as it's going up to this water thing you notice people screaming up in front of you in the train you look up and you see water coming in through each of the windows and you know it's coming towards you and it's like a split second to prepare maybe turn you're gonna get fucking shot in the ear with a water cannon like oh my god you're gonna get an ear infection god forbid you got a phone up to your head that thing's done oh man electrocuted Just oh god done done Hopefully they don't have those USB plugs and everyone's Should've doing went right. with Huawei. Should have so. went with with the iPhone or fucking Samsung. That's yes. where you're fucked up. So we're going to be posting that up on Friday for our funny clip of the week on our Facebook page. Head over there to check that out and make sure you uh, stay dry on your commute. Oh, yeah, definitely be safe and dry out there. God, right. <laughs> protect your eyes at all time as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, we're going to do some documentary suggestions in a second here. But uh, before we do that, we got a word from our sponsor. Yeah. Here at American Slacker, we have proudly partnered with Seat Giant, which is a website that allows you to get tickets to events for a fraction of the price of retail. 
Yeah, easy to use, easy to find. SeatGiant.com. Use the code SLACKER at checkout. And uh, yeah, you'll save a little bit of your change. Local events, national uh, tours, they got everything. Make sure to go over to SeatGiant.com, type in that code SLACKER, and save yourself some money. Get that change back in your pocket. Hey everyone, my name is Drew and I host a podcast called Dudes with Brews on a Porch where we let the drinks flow and the conversations go. Each and every week, me and a friend of mine, we sit down, we try a different craft brew, usually from the state of Wisconsin, and we just sit down and have a conversation. We talk about all aspects of life. Once a month, we talk about paranormal stuff and we always have a good time. You can find our show, Dudes with Brews on a Porch, on iTunes, Google Play, and anywhere else you find your podcast. Grab a cold one and hang out with us each and every week right here on the porch. You get more out of life when you go out to a movie. And we are back, motherfuckers. And we're going to talk about some documentaries <laughs> we've been watching and enjoying. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to start out our picks here. Um, as I mentioned in our weird news, I kind of touched on what I'd be covering here. I chose Bob Lazar, Area 51, and Flying Saucers. Now, this is a documentary really well done. I, I really enjoyed this movie, even just from a cinematic uh, aspect even if you aren't like buying into necessarily what the documentary is about the way it's shot I thought was really really cool and just um, very artistic and not like a straightforward documentary yeah I I really enjoyed it on it it was a uh, very so interesting to see it as well yeah 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 it's a ve- it's the best UFO documentary there is and it'll have you second guessing what you believe <laughs> Pretty much. And uh, I'll give the IMDb description here. In 1989, physicist Bob Lazar broke the story of Area 51 and the U.S. government's work on alien spacecrafts. He blew the whistle, shocked the world, then went silent until now. So it's basically the uh, director and um, writer, uh, Jeremy Corbell, and he's following Bob Lazar, trying to get him to talk about his experiences working for different uh, research labs and, and for the U S government and the things that he's uh, supposedly seen during um, his uh, tenure with these different organizations. And I say supposedly because um, there's a lot of controversy around his, his history and stuff. And they go into all of that in the documentary, but there's a lot of things that like Matt said before, if you see everything in this documentary as true, that means a lot of big things. Yeah. And not only that, you got to do the, uh, I think you have the episode number written down there. Um, you got to do the Joe Rogan companion episode the, on his podcast. He does a very in-depth interview that gives a lot of facts that aren't even covered in that documentary. Yep. And I saw, I saw the, um, the podcast before I saw the movie. Okay. So yeah. I, I did it, I did the reverse. I saw the movie and then you told me that he was on Joe Rogan. Um, yeah. which it's episode 1315, uh, Bob Lazar and Jeremy Corbell. Yeah. So you get the filmmaker and, and Bob Lazar and it's really interesting. I mean, this guy does not seem like he's fucking crazy. He seems like a very smart dude who's been telling the same story over and over again. And it's, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like I've never been a UFO guy, honestly, never. Like I was always like, I think people are just seeing like meteors and shit. Like there's probably right. life out there, but it's probably too far away. <clears throat> but like, right. dude, there, yeah, there's a lot of uh, interesting details in this documentary, and uh, I don't know. I like if it comes down to I'm not, I don't want to ruin too much because I'd really like people to go and watch it and mm-hmm. tell me what they think. But I believe him. I like 
too much lines up to be mm-hmm. true or like a cover up to try and discredit him that I, I don't know. It just seems like he's too credible in what he's saying. And it's not like he's insisting like the uh, tagline or description for this movie said that he, he was quiet for a while and that's because of ridicule and like mm. people slandering his name and stuff like that. So it's uh big, if true, I think is what I would say about this <laughs> film. Uh, you can catch it on Netflix, which is where it popped up for me. And I was just like, ah, UFO documentary. I haven't watched one of these in a while. And I was like, holy shit, this is crazy. Uh, yeah, dude, same reaction. Same reaction. IMDb gave it a 5.7 out of 10. And Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 20% on the tomato meter and a 42% audience score. So that could just be the conspiracy to cover it up. Hell yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but you can say that about anything, technically. You know what? Let's get a uh, thing going on the American Slackers group. Is Bob Lazar full of shit? Do you think so? Or are, are you a believer too? We should talk about this. this is, we don't go conspiracy yeah. a lot or, or super, you know, supernatural paranormal shit, but mm-hmm. this is pretty weird. It'd be nice to know it's, what people are thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely <laughs> check this out if you haven't already, because this is like double slacker approved. Absolutely. <laughs> and again, that's uh, Bob Lazar, Area 51 and Flying Saucers. So Matt, you have a suggestion to throw our way. Yeah, we're going to switch it up from scaring the shit out of you to a nice little lighthearted <laughs> craziness, okay? Uh, the doc I'm going to talk about is one that um, it's very interesting. It's called The Perfect Bid, A Contestant Who Knew Too Much. And it came out in 2017. It's an American documentary film by C.J. Wallace, who read a news story when he was younger about a guy who, who memorized all the prices on The Price is Right. Okay. I believe I've heard of uh, the same tale. Yeah. It's ridiculous. This guy, since he was like 16 was like watching The Price is Right, I think back in the 70s, early 70s. And uh, he noticed that like it was reoccurring the prices. You know, the prices were the same. There wasn't much right, change. I was going to say the they only have so many items, I would think. Mm-hmm. And uh, he kept, he was like a little hobby and then he turned 18 and he was able to like compete and like show up and like being The Price is Right for the prizes. Okay. So he got hardcore, dude. He started like getting on the computer and keeping really in-depth records of like (laughs) every single item the ones with different that are different models with different features so they're like a couple dollars off you know a couple dollars more a couple dollars less and uh literally he he memorized everything he could tell you to this day like the price of everything that's insane now well not now but like the prices that he knew because he actually fucked with it so much by showing up and he would yell out the prices to people (laughs) that fucking they had to change the the format of the whole show Wow. And to start rotating in new things constantly so that people can't memorize things. That's always the thing with uh, game shows that I, I like. I, I love, we love making games on this show, but how many times have we like come up with something and we're like, ah, that won't work because there's like this one thing you could do that would fuck everything up. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Exactly. And yeah. he's being that guy. <laughs> and I guess, yeah, when you're a real public like show with, with actual <laughs> prizes and shit, you got to be careful. Cause I mean, Thousands it's of rigged like this. Yeah. I mean, he helped somebody win a grand uh, showcase for like something crazy, like $32,000 and a car. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the person was like, told him that they were going to split it with him and then like fucking stiffed him at the end. Yeah. Not to give away a lot of it, but like definitely check this out. It's so fucking weird. It's, you get to so see it. Sounds it. like he's involved in like the underground crime syndicate of <laughs> fucking wheel or not wheel of fortune prices. Right. Well, he's a math teacher. He's a good guy. He's not like too crazy. He's, he's just like a math genius. So he's probably like just a little crazy. And uh, 
Yeah, man, it's it's amazing. You get to see the the bit of obsession in the human mind with this guy because he's so like, they did actual with, interviews with him. Yeah, current interviews cool. too with wow. with a backdated footage of him showing up, him in the crowd yelling out the numbers and shit. That's awesome. Yeah, so there, it's a really interesting. You know, I grew up watching the show. I, when I was a kid, I thought the show was cool for like when I was a baby. You know, oh, yeah. I, Even I in high school, home. I remember being sick and watching it. That's what I was going to say is like, I, I just the times I was home, like, you know, kindergarten, when you get home half in the half of the day, this shit's yep. on, you know, every and, time. Uh, yeah, man. Price is right. Bob Barker, baby. <laughs> Fuck Drew <laughs> that's Carey. Pretty, that's pretty cool. Hey, I actually went and saw it with Drew Carey. He's a nice guy. Yeah, he's an okay guy, but he's no Bob Barker, baby. <laughs> he's no Bob Barker, man. He didn't knock out Adam Sandler. <laughs> that's true. Bob Barker <laughs> does have that under his belt. <laughs> Champion of the world. So, yeah, it's definitely worth a watch. It's a very interesting watch. IMDb gave it a 6.6 out of 10. And Rotten Tomato didn't give it an official rating, but the audience gave it a 60. Wow, nice. So, not too bad. They weren't too uh, critical of it. And, uh, I mean, it's nothing that's going to blow your fucking mind. It's just one of those introspect, like, you get an inside dive on a very unique story. That you, It's not yeah. one story that's repeated across the, you know, the globe. It's, it, this that's is the only time this is ever going to happen. documentary, I think. Yeah, a very unique thing that you never have any experience with, you know. And these two are pretty fucking good with that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, there's not a lot of fucking crazy scientists that know a lot about advanced propulsion and all that shit. Is it possible that the perfect bid guy was an alien? Dude, deep conspiracies. Deep, deep conspiracies. conspiracies. We need to get Bob on the show, talk about this. <laughs> Some deep we'll cuts. analyze the footage live. Leave Bob alone. Put it on the Patreon. You heard it here. Get on that Patreon, people. Subscribe now before Bob Lazar because it's going to be for pre-Patreon subscribers only. All yeah. right. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, if we forgot to mention at the top of the show, but we are live for our Patreon members. If you become a Patreon slacker over at our Patreon page, you can uh, get access to us recording the show live with all the F-ups and fucking screw-ups and mishaps uh, that <laughs> possibly provide for you <laughs> yeah maybe a few extras ums and ahs yeah you know? there you go a little spice all cleaned up for the proper podcast feed so uh <laughs> back, back to our documentary suggestions that's bob lazar area 51 and flying saucers on netflix and perfect bid the contestant who knew too much also on netflix matt um that or hulu i don't remember at the moment honestly okay so, it's on one of those services it's though, on so. one of those two go hunting you'll find it You'll find it. So uh, we will be right back with a new game called Doc or Not, where I'm in the hot seat. But uh, before we get to that, we have a little message for you. Uh, Matt, I am, I am dying of heat over here, man. This is, I feel the summer heat coming on. Dude, the bullets are just coming hot right out of your face. What's going on, dude? Well, first off, I'm not giving any damn money to those air conditioning people because uh, I tried to get them over here once before and gotten in an argument. So now I'm looking for a venue to end up in because they're always a lot cooler, right? You know, something with a live act. Oh, okay. You're looking to be entertained and chill the fuck out at the same time. Absolutely. Okay. Hey, uh, what if I told you I could save you a little money if you're looking to purchase some tickets to a live venue? Well, I'm not looking to sweat the ticket prices. So what do you got for me? Man. Head over to SeedGiant.com, enter the code SLACKER at checkout, and you will be getting a little sweet discount, and you'll be chilling in no time. Less money to give to that damn air conditioning repairman. Oh, man. Yeah. Get him out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Go to SeedGiant.com. Use the code SLACKER. Get that discount. 
Hey, this is Jake and Adam from the Hopper. That's right. Cutting a promo, but we fucking hate promos. Promos are tough. What do we do? We got to promote ourselves, but it's not really our fucking forte. No, it's not. We fucking hate them. They're a pain in my ass. They're a pain in your ass. So you know what? We're getting through this together. If you hate dumb shit as much as we do, give the Harper guys a listen. That's you, right. You can find us at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, Facebook, Instagram, theharperguys.com, Twitter, at the Harper Guys. Or, so, or check, shoot it. What? That, that, That's what we do all the time. Shoot us an email at theharperguys at gmail.com. That's right. Can't wait to hear from you soon. Let's do this. Hip hip. Cheerio. And we are back, and uh, we're going to play a game. That's not why I'm sweating bullets over here. It's just because it's hot as fuck, and it is uh, slacker summer, if we if we could dub it that, right? Oh, yeah, man. Oh, Taking yeah. over. Yeah, to preserve, to preserve the air or the, the quality of the audio, we got all of our <laughs> air turned off. No AC, yeah. no central air, no fan, no nothing. Which is why my hair looks like fucking Doc Brown when he was 30. I'm getting there, too, dude. I'm getting there, too. My <laughs> shit's all slumped over now, like limp but we persist and we are here to play a game matt you have uh constructed oh, right. something for me that's right I, I i made a game for you i was supposed to make a game for for you you didn't <laughs> just kidding i don't fuck around over here we're american <laughs> slacker podcast all right so we're gonna play a variation of uh scorsese or fugazi one of my favorite creations and we're going to call this Doc or Not, as you saw in the intro coming in. And uh, basically what's going to go down is i got uh, five documentaries, if Jesse makes it that far. He's got to tell me if they are a real documentary. Or no, that's not real. Okay. okay. Real, real easy. Right? concept, harder to pull off than people suspect. I'm just going to give you uh, two sentences, basically, and you're going to tell me real or fake. Okay. Now, starting out with number one. This documentary... Focuses on Sir Mutton, Sir Mitten Muffs, <laughs> a New York City Bengal cat that inherited $153 million when his owner passed away. With three caretakers and five playmates and a 2,500 square foot penthouse, this cat is living the, mat, the cat's meow. This cat's living better than me. It's <laughs> fucking living better than most of us. What's, can I get the name of the cat one more time? Uh, Sir Mitten Muffs. I fumbled that reading that. Officially knighted or only in name? It's just name. <laughs> I'm going to say this is real. This sounds like something that would be interesting to have a documentary about. Sir, you are wrong. What? You're down oh one. I created God. this. I just made this shit up. Oh, made Damn. this shit up, man. I wish it was real because you read about these these animals that do inherit like estates and yeah, shit. Yeah, right? You know, and I was Damn. like, Damn, that would be a cool documentary. <laughs> if anyone knows any rich cats. Get at us, American Slacker, Gmail, <laughs> podcast at gmail.com. We will film that shit and make it real. <laughs> yeah, right. All <laughs> right. Our next documentary 
This documentary focuses on the rivalry between aspiring air guitar greats, C. Diddy and Bjorn Tork. They battle it out for the first ever U.S. Air Championship and then head out to the World Championship, which is head in Finland. You know what? I feel like I've seen art for this one, so I'm going to say real. You're correct. Yes. This, of course, is Air Guitar Nation. It is director Alexandra Lipsitz. It's crazy. Won some awards, didn't it? Yeah, apparently it's more, it's it's less funny cringe and more like just funny. It's ridiculousness, you know? So it's definitely one well, to check out. I uh, an air guitar competition would be pretty fucking ridiculous and pretty yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, so you're one and one right now. All right. Our next documentary explores the world of three women who are sexually and emotionally attracted to large objects. These so-called objectum sexuals shy away from contact with other humans in favor of structures. I know that this is a real thing because I feel like I've heard stories about like someone marrying... 100% is a real thing, yep. Marrying the Statue of Liberty and shit like that or whatever, uh, Eiffel Tower or a barge. Um, Which, that's such a one-way relationship. You're giving everything to this boat and it's not (laughs) showing anything back to you. Um, Cody McBoatface had a happy ending after all. So selfish. Um, (laughs) I'm going to say this is real. I feel like this would be a real one. This is real. Married yes. to the Eiffel Tower is the story. And it actually, the woman who is the main story is, uh, has had a loving connection with the Golden Gate Bridge, has a fence for a lover in her bedroom, used to be in love with an archery bow, and is now officially married to the Eiffel Tower. So you, you can watch this and figure this out. I didn't figure out how the fuck she's legally married to the Eiffel Tower. Her name is Eiffel. So she like is legit. But, uh, and there's a couple was, other ladies. the builder's last name? Dude, one lady... Her lover is a guillotine. That's pretty badass. I wouldn't. That's fuck pretty with fucking that. metal. So. I wouldn't fuck with him. <laughs> yeah, she's got a line of dudes lining up to fucking rock her and her guillotine. <laughs> Just careful where you put it, fellas. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I don't, I don't know if we want to use that as a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along, our next documentary follows Scott Halstein, uh, the self the self proclaimed rock paper scissors champion, who has alleged who has an alleged twenty three hundred plus win streak. Follow Scott as he tries to travel to the World Championship and face the globe's greatest talent. Hmm. There's a lot of documentaries about obscure competitions, huh? Between like air guitar. I feel like there's like a pizza one for Vegas or something. If there isn't, there should be. So this is the rock, paper, scissors version of that air guitar one. I'm going to say it's real. You are incorrect, sir. I'm sorry. You are even now. You are two and two. This is something I just created. Sky Halstein is a character that I have created and workshopped. That name fucking almost got... I was like, that doesn't sound real. Rochambeau! Sky Halstein. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you got an even. We're going we're gonna to end this with a tiebreaker. We're going to see... Fuck, I hate Will this. he come out on top I of the world? the pressure. <laughs> or will he fall to just a mere pheasant? This is, this is why I lose in ping pong. Oh I can't God. take the pressure. Our last documentary. Catch an inside glimpse into the world of championship turtle racing with multiple athletes, including Turbo, Cheetah, and El Cojita. Their handlers are also profiled in this tale of overcoming obstacles and achieving greatness. 
their obstacles are like a twig. Like, <laughs> I think it's more of like a figure of speech. <laughs> you know, obstacles of life. Getting, getting better at what you do. These turtles have had everything handed to them. I don't want to hear it. Fun fact, El Cohete is, uh, in parentheses, the rocket. Okay, fake. Because you fucking gave that up? Fake, you son of a bitch. Fuck. This is completely fake. I didn't but how fucking cool would that be? That'd be pretty cool. Dude. This is cheater. Turbo should have gave it away right away. Turbo yeah. is like such Turbo a turtle. I need the name of a fast turtle. Uh, Turbo. <laughs> Sweet. Raining so champion. you come out on you. Yeah. <laughs> you are the champion, my friend. Don't, came out I on top. I uh, dedicate this win to the rocket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. El Cohete. <laughs> uh, El Cohete. Oh, man. Well, yeah, that about wraps it up, man. That was uh, fun. I'm glad you, you came out on top on this one. Yeah, I thought it I made it hard, but you, you, you steamrolled right through it. That was a tough one. I had a strategy of saying they were all real, but it, it almost didn't work out for me. <laughs> no, no, they were mostly fake, right? Yeah, they were. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's how I like to do it. Just make shit up, man. Make it up as you go, you know? <laughs> Oh, man. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you to the Patreon subscribers, especially you guys. We love you. And thank you so much for, you know, donating to this cause, the Slacker cause. And uh, everybody else who's tuning in, you're valuable, too. We love each and every one of you. If you want to get at me, MWG on Instagram, MWG Media on Instagram, Matty G from HP on Xbox Live. And you can catch me on all that shit at Landers the Plane. Quick shout out to anyone doing the dishes right now. We, we see you. Oh, fucking troubles of life, man. (laughs) Oh, God. And on that note, people, until next time, that's it. There you go. We're smoking America. America. We're passing America. I'm mapping America. America. I'm psyching America. America. We're talking America. America. We're blazing America. This is fucking America. We're sacking America. This has been American Slacker Podcast. You can reach the show by searching American Slacker on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit. Or send them an email to americanslackerpodcast at gmail.com. You can download and rate American Slacker on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and all other podcast platforms. Visit the show's website, aspodcast.com, where you will find every episode, official merchandise, and links to their Patreon if you would like to support American Slacker. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Think about the second set of passing. Man, I gotta go and get it, grab it. Why you gotta go and neck a savage? Smoking weed, I gotta feed the habit. Now I'm on some other shit. Things that I gotta go get. Medical all on my slip. You falling like Domino's bitch. Stuck in my way, fucking high days, fucking sideways in the driveway. We smoking America, America. We passing America. I'm mapping America, America. I'm second America, America. We talking America, America. We blazing America. This is fucking America, America. We second America. We second America, America.